Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Uh, You know, this is really kind of the cool thing. And, you know, what's cool about it is that... um, I get to learn stuff every day. I really do. I really get to learn stuff every day. And I learn it through the most incredible people, uh, everybody on the team, Jessica, you know, uh, Jamie and Jacob right here at the helm, Benny, of course, um, our other producers, which you all will meet over time, Edvin and Malia, certainly, uh, Olivia. And, And so this is a great team of people. I learn stuff every day. And every once in a while, you get hooked on a conundrum. Conundrum. And what does it mean to get hooked on a conundrum? Well, you get hooked on a conundrum about some. What's a conundrum? It's like that thing, right? It's a thing. So a broadcast example of that would be, a conundrum would be, oh, I want to do something different. Can you please run my show so we can have actually Facebook Live people participating? That's a conundrum. Another conundrum is what Susan Dolce is going to talk about today, and that's the conundrum of menopause. What is the conundrum of menopause? First of all, menopause. When I first heard the word, I certainly didn't think it was for me because, honestly, if you all all knew how naive I was growing up, I literally thought menopause. When somebody said that, I thought, like, that's for my dad. My dad got to be going. That's got to be a dad thing because it's a men. Today, we're tackling something that has been stigmatized for women for so long. But once upon a time, it wasn't. A modern approach to menopause, ending the stigma of mid- midlife with Susan Dolce and, Le- and, and Leon Dyer. Leon's going to be popping back in here in a minute. But this has got to be a modern approach. Because we cannot continue to live with stigmas of any kind. Let me tell you about Susan for a minute. You know, I met Susan a number of years ago, but here's what I know about, her, about Susan. When you take a look at her transformational life coaching practice and, you know, creator of goddess arriving, and then you take a look at her blogs and what she's doing, she and I kind of kind of got the alien that took over our bodies that said to us, ah, cor- corporate, corporate work. Uh, wait a minute, I I think I should raise my children first. Or, but how do you take a lifelong passion if you have that? And every one of us do. All y'all listening to the show are thinking this lifelong passion, it's not me, it is you. But when you take that, you move forward with it. How do you grow into grace and wisdom? How do you move forward and teach others about that? And this is the work of Susan. And then when you take Leon and you put these two ladies together, you know, an empowerment coach, a spiritual mentor, they are taking on the topics that most people don't want to talk about. You're going to hear about that because of their new show. But today, let me introduce you to Susan and hopefully Leon shortly. 
but we are taking this thing on about stigma. Susan, it's great to have you here. Thank you. And you know, when I think about this show you both are doing together, these are conversations that people don't want to have, but we can have some fun with this too, right? Well, yeah, that's why um, the tagline of the show is the truth and comedy of midlife, because <laughs> you kind of have to be able to laugh at yourself through all this, right? You kind of have to just, you know, if you can't uh, age with a little humor and, you know, that's the grace, right? To me, that's where the grace is, is keeping your humor around you. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love this, uh, a modern approach to menopause. Let's start with a couple of questions, right? Because let's hit it up with a modern approach. Now, you know, what that implies is that there's been something that we have been doing for a while that represents a point in time. But we as women, first of all, evolved in our, in our experience in the world right? Mm-hmm. You know, we go to work, we have these jobs, we I mean, everywhere. And yet this thing still becomes the brunt of so many jokes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about from your perspective, you know, what, the, what is the need for a modern approach to menopause? Well, I think it's, you know, for years, for decades, it's been treated as a disease. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's something that it's either been treated as a disease or it's been ignored altogether and that women didn't actually need to be supported through it. It was just something you had to tolerate and put up with. And um, because an interesting statistic, by 2030, there are going to be more women between the ages of 40 and 64 in the United States than 18-year-old girls. And so now we, we're, a, we're a market. We are demanding better health care um, to, to be seen and heard in, in how do we treat our symptoms? How do we sort of navigate through this time in our life that really is a very sacred, you know, coming of age in an older sense? And how do we, we have a voice now. We have a, we have a voice and we're going to make things change. And so that's what makes it modern. We're not just going to sit back and pretend we have to tolerate it. Yeah. And let's talk about what the tolerate. Let's talk about the toleration and what that looks like. I don't know what kind of experiences you have had, but I will tell you for me, my first experience, and I was one of the uh, early people. I'm on the earlier spectrum of, of that. Um, Wait, meaning that you went through menopause earlier 35, than? 35, 36, okay. right? Okay. And, and so when that happened, right, when you go back, little teeny things we don't know we don't know stuff right but we're 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 smarter now that's why we're doing the show right right but one of the things that happens is you go through things and and i remember my first experience we give it a big corporate presentation and i think it was one i think it was actually maybe the first and i'm doing this big corporate presentation to these executives and i've got this shirt on (laughs) within 15 minutes I looked like I was playing on a soccer team. I had so much sweat, right? Now, what does that mean for women? So when you're doing that and you're doing a presentation, and especially in front of all men, they think you don't have it together. They're looking at you like, oh, she's too nervous. So automatically, right? You Mm -hmm. get into the zone of they don't believe you. You don't have confidence. I mean, this is just one thing, right? But there are things that are so confusing. Let's talk about that, but more importantly, what did we discover? What's some of the research about? 
um, some of the research around um, menopause yeah. and symptoms. Yeah. Well, so um, I can't actually quote the research, but I can tell you that there was a survey done in, and maybe this is part of the problem. There was a survey done in 2017 that um, it indicated that most medical students in their residency get little to no lectures, teaching, training on how to manage women in menopause. And 8% of them don't, 8% of the respondents from the survey didn't even feel that they were equipped as doctors to help women in menopause. So what we do know is that in the 80s and 90s, doctors were treating every, all menopause symptoms with estrogen. And then by 2002, I think it was, they started to see the correlation between breast rise, the rise in breast cancer and blood clots and heart attacks from estrogen. So they pulled back from that. They're like, okay, they stopped uh, prescribing that. And then there was this void, like there was nothing to fill that. And there yeah. really hasn't been until now. Now there's some bio, uh, bio, uh, what bioidentical hormone thank you that's yeah. it <laughs> so they're, they're i know but, them very well but that's not but that's not that's like holistic type stuff that's not traditional medicine so traditional medicine is still uh on the wrong side of this i even asked my um my daughter's boyfriend is in pa school right now and i asked him i said have you gotten any uh he just finished his ob rotation and i said did you get any discussions, lectures, you know, on, on treating women in menopause. And he said, I know that we're supposed to give them estrogen. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's yeah, that. boy. Yeah. If you talk to my naturopath, we have a whole big conversation about testosterone. We're going to take a short break because we have learned so much, right? We're going to take a short break. We come back. Both Susan Dolce Leon will be here. A modern approach to menopause, ending the stigma of midlife. And, you know, it's so important to really be talking about this and talking about you know, what was the impact? What could be the impact? How does it affect your self-esteem? You know, what happens in the marketing of this, the selling points of this? You know, how quick are we to try to find a solution to this, but a bombarded bit with, <laughs> bombarded with your favorite actress sitting on there talking about this and you're thinking to yourself, okay, how is she talking about this? And how do I not know what she's talking about? Let's take a short break, everybody. Uh, she probably needs a jingle. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with this show, A Modern Approach to Menopause. We're taking your questions, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. 
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known Light Body Whisperer, Grace Holm. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit gracegholm.com. That's gracegholm.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is so funny. Benny says, you're ready. I say born ready. I, I don't think anybody has been born ready for menopause. I'm just saying. Okay. Just <laughs> want to talk, just throwing that out there for a minute. Uh, but in other ways, yeah, Benny, born ready. Hey, everybody joining me here today. Two fabulous women, Susan Dolce, Leon Dyer. Look, before we just hop back into this and talk about one of my favorite topics, marketing. I love talking about marketing about anything, you know. I talk about the influence of it and I talk about when influence crosses a line and there's a line that, that influence can cross. It crosses the line of manipulation. It crosses the line of fear marketing. But when we, when we're talking about this, you two have taken on a show together and Susan, you know, you have a separate show. I want to talk about this because you both have come out boldly and said, we're going to talk about this stuff. We're going to have fun with it. Tell us about your show a little bit and how people can find out about it in each of you, because you've already made the decision to not go silence. (laughs) Susan, how do we find out about it? Um, Well, it is, uh, the new show is called, and that's when I realized the truth and comedy of midlife. And we are the second and fourth Thursday at one Pacific four. Eastern. Is that right? I always get my time zones. Yes. Yes. I'm so bad about that. And um, yeah, and we're, we just decided, first of all, the, the, the title of the show, and that's when I realized came from that, um, all of those deep conversations that we have, when, uh, when you hit to that point where you go, and then I realized, or, and that's when I realized, you know, that the the good stuff's coming, like, that's when the juicy stuff is going to come. And we, want to, um, we want to talk about not just aging gracefully, but aging authentically. 
And, and all of the stuff that we didn't know, or we, we thought we had figured out by the <laughs> time we hit 50, but we we're so clueless about menopause being one of them. Um, and a whole host of other things like raising, adult, you know, parenting adult children and kind of like raising your parents, taking care of your elderly parents. And so mm-hmm. we're going to cover all of those topics that um, usually are, are talked about in small circles and not on the air. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Well, how the, how the whole thing started is Susan and I get together every Friday and kind and we just recap our week. And as two middle-aged women from two different parts and we grew up differently we kind of realized we have the same um we're hitting the same challenges that why are we struggling still at the age of 56 ish 56 youngsters yeah i'm sorry and (laughs) that's a good question Right. Like we thought like you go through your twenties and thirties and you think, well, you go through high school and you think, okay, phew, that learning experience is over. Now let me live. And then you go through your twenties and thirties and then you hit your fifties and you're still like, I'm still learning. Why am I not getting this? So that's what our talks kind of were about. And we're like, we need to share this yeah, because we're not the only ones feeling this. You're not. And I love the way you both kind of do it because, you know, what was that tagline again for the show? Because this is Susan, right? Because if we are not having a funny moment about some of this, we are depressed. And honestly, I know what that's like. That's where I was before I dialed the wrong phone number, you know, but the tagline really gets to the core of how you two interact, right? Yep. Yep. Truth and comedy of midlife. Because like I said, you know, if you, you got to laugh at yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. just can't take this all too seriously. Look, let's talk about this because this is really fun to laugh at. It's not fun to think about, but it is really fun to laugh at. Marketing to menopause. Mm. Marketing to menopause. You know, Leon, when you were not here, the deal was I, I was so naive going up. I mean, I really was. I'm still pretty. Linda will say I'm really one of the most naive people on the planet. Because if you said to me menopause was a green frog, I would be like, oh, okay. That's me. But not having information about this, not knowing what it was. Let's talk about marketing. Because when I went through this, at a young age, back on the East Coast, they put me through every HIV AIDS test on the planet because that's what they thought was going on. What? Yeah, seriously. I I went through every test of that. Then I went to brain scans, right? Until I went into the West Village and (laughs) found a woman (laughs) that worked with herbs. So marketing has changed. We're now in a different marketing arena. Tell us about what marketing to menopause, what influence that has had on our knowledge, wisdom, and topic. Well, let me start with a, with a statistic again. <laughs> and I then, love them. I love them. And then Leon can fill in with how we're being marketed too. But um, in the first segment, segment, when I said that there's going to be more you know, women 65 than girls that are 18, that's 2030. What that also speaks to is that that target market is a potentially a $600 billion market. And 
from my personal experience, I see it coming at me from all angles. I see it in my Facebook feed. I see it in um, all the Instagram stuff. Like, yeah, I'm getting targeted for every uh, supplement. <laughs> I'll let Leo take it from there because we have a long list of things. It's like, oh, yeah. you're, you're 65. It's not just the AARP card in the mail anymore. <laughs> Which, by the way, gives you discount coffee, so don't throw it out. Right. The, Thank um, you for right. that. Yes. Just, you know, just keep that card. You don't even have to enroll. Um, we are, yeah, you, once you hit, they know that you've hit that 50, 55 mark. You will, you're starting to get them in the mail and Facebook and social media, everything from how you're supposed to feel to what you're supposed to wear to all the remedies, whether they are scientific, um, spiritual, and some of these aren't even um, for people who are they're not hitting the needs of the, the people or the women that what they're going through. They're, they're feeding on their fears of how they're feeling and what they're not feeling. Yeah, a good example of that are those little eye lifter tapes. The yes. We were talking about that. They've got these little eyelid mm -hmm. tapes that you like make your eyes like bigger. And it's like, yeah, it's and weight loss programs, metabolic stuff, because you've put on weight in, in menopause or if you're postmenopause, postmenopausal. And so, yeah, definitely targeting to fear. Okay. 100%. Okay, so let's talk about targeting to fear and what it looks like, because, you know, part of this is when we say the word fear, we think about Nightmare on Elm Street, part three. Actually, the original <laughs> was the scariest movie by far I've ever seen, except for Jaws. Jaws kept me out of the water for a decade, maybe even longer. <laughs> um, Nightmare on Elm Street had me just checking every aspect of my bed for like about three months. But that's, that's what fear and menopause does. You know, it has mm -hmm. the same effect. And, you know, when we're talking about fear, we're talking about very subliminal sometimes mm -hmm. messaging. Uh -huh. That subliminal email uh -huh. you get. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you get it with somebody, I don't know, how should I say it? Somebody that you recognize. And it's all about the glam of it. But these subliminal messages that are fear-based, they affect our self-esteem, ladies, don't they? I mean, we're talking yeah. about we're talking about getting hits on a regular basis about you just not right. You're not enough. You're now that you're going through this, you're like a defect. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just being blunt. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, you feel invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it from your both your perspectives? What is it that you are looking at when we're talking about this marketing and selling to women that works and some things that don't work? Is there anything about the way this is being marketed that works or doesn't work? And let me tell you what I mean. Um, one of the greatest, I don't know, transitional moments for me was when, was it Suzanne Summers? Benny will look it up for me came out with the whole bioidentical hormone thing. Yeah, it was Suzanne Somers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it was. Yeah. And, and so that is a form of marketing, right? Mm -hmm. But what I found with that form of marketing, I got some information that I didn't have. I mean, you know, had I understood what we were talking about then, we would have been really way across the finish line. And that's why we talk about these things. I'm not really saying bioidentical hormones for everybody, but when I walked into my naturopath's office and thought I was going to get what, estrogen? Uh, and she said, 
honestly, this is so hard for everybody to believe. You do not have enough testosterone. Mm-hmm. And and I thought to myself, but I, but isn't that that's like a man thing? I, this is what I said to her because we're not doing marketing or information about this. Do you think Suzanne Summers and that kind of marketing has that helped us at all, Leon? What do you think? Oh, a hundred percent. Because it's opening, it opens up our minds to explore. We're not being fed one line. We're not being fed one pill or one. It it gives you a chance to check in with yourself is, you know, to be true to yourself and to know exactly what you want for your body and how you want to live. So when we're sold, like, you know, like growing up, they only sold like one color of, um, stockings my mom wore nylons actually it was two color and my so you had to fit into one of those two colors and do you right and then so (laughs) and so when you're only fed or you're only given information in one category or one type meaning you know 100 percent. this is what the pharmaceutical company says you must take then everyone buys into that. Oh, I must take it. And it's not working for me. So something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But when you, and for some women that works, but for the majority of people, we do not fit. Nobody fits into the standard box. Nobody does whatever that box is. So when Suzanne Summers came out with like, Hey, look, this is what worked for me. And women can like, Oh, that's exactly what I'm going. Yes. That's what I'm going through. And then they can research it. And, and they can find out more information rather than be told, this is all there is, take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, this is, I want to just throw this out there for a minute because we got to change the narrative. I have to change the narrative. And, you know, I know the three of us are talking, we've done our homework, we've done our research, we've bought the t-shirt we've worn the t-shirt and we're trying to burn the t-shirt for real uh but we still have the baseball cap um the thing that i want to talk about when we come back is why we need to change the narrative and how the narrative is changing and the reason i think this is important to talk about is because first of all it's a thing that we go through it's a real thing. Everybody has different experiences with it. Like my stepmom, it was like, ah, no, it's like nothing. <laughs> Me, that presentation that I did to the board of directors, my first experience with that, and I'm wearing a shirt. And by the time I'm done, I'm telling you, I look like a football athlete. The whole hair had dropped. And back in the day, you had to do your hair like not like this. This was this is the hair today for me. But back in the day, I had like long hair. I probably had some cur- I, makeup. The whole once upon a time, you wore pantyhose. That's a mess, right <laughs> Only there. Only two colors. Yeah. Oh my. God. <laughs> Only two colors. Right. <laughs> You're right. Only two colors. Um, But but this is really it, though. We have to have a changing narrative, but we also have to help when, you know, I work with young women. I work with women of all ages. But when I'm working with young women, what I've realized I had to do is I had to create a new narrative because Mm -hmm. they don't have my experience. Some of the things are known and not. Um, But in the groups that I work with, you say menopause and the reaction is I am going to die before I go through that. When we come back, we need to talk about how we got to help this stuff and what's available now that wasn't. 
you know, just because your mama went through something like that and you know, you're tired, <laughs> you're tired of how cranky your mama was because <laughs> she could not sleep at night. There are new, there's a new narrative. It doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change your self-worth. I don't care what commercial, but you know, honestly, limit yourself to two color pantyhose and, and please, God forbid, you get these pantyhose that have some design in it. Today, the women of today are bold. Yeah. They're getting full or half sleeve tattoos. I just saw Jessica's new tattoo. They are bold. They're not afraid to like wear their stuff. What is it? Wear their stuff on their sleeve, literally like a sleeve. But that boldness, as bold as we're seeing, that boldness get, can get crushed mm-hmm. by yeah. something we're calling menopause and by the way if this is for women why do we call it menopause let's take a short break everybody susan's got to talk about why isn't it womenopause is that just not sexy enough womenopause no it's menopause let's take a short benny maybe you have to go through it let's take a short break we'll be right back learn how to lead a happier life on miles to go with Brittany miles how to lose to gain it all Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 1230 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365DailyHustle.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three things I've learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Feeling stuck? Journey into a new exciting reality today. Join Coach Christine Clark as she helps you forge the life you desire. Through processes that shape, hone, refine, elasticize, and transform you, go beyond the curve and call in your unique destiny. Tune into the show, Forging a Life, live every fourth Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To work with Christine, visit SunglowTransformation.com. That's it. Let's talk about it. Hey, 
Listen, everybody, we're talking about the thing. The thing is a modern approach to menopause, ending the stigma of midlife. And it's really important. This is the big one. This is a big conversation. It's not that stigma doesn't happen like before. It's like when you move into this beautiful phase that indigenous people love this phase. It is so Uh celebrated, right? But here in the United States, when you start to move into menopause, what happens with that is people look at you sideways. You know, you're really in an air conditioned space and all of a sudden you're dripping, you know, you're dripping wet, right? Um, I've had two amazing women who have taken really the tough conversations on. Uh, Susan Leon, before we kind of get into this and we talk about this, and Susan, you're going to tell me why menopause isn't womenopause. Uh, how do people listen to your show? Let's get people let's get people to tune in to really engage with you and have a little fun with this. Yeah, we're really excited about this show. Um, we've been talking about it for a long time, so now it's finally reality. And you can find us on Transformation Talk Radio uh, the second and fourth Thursday at 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern. I still get that next up. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then also um, on um, TTR's Facebook page. Um, we're yeah. live there, too. So, And we got a lot more coming with some of the stuff we're doing here. You know, look, we're you talking about men- yeah. Are you Do you want to know why it's menopause? <laughs> I do, because, okay. I mean, seriously, when I first heard the word, it didn't dawn on me till about three years after that it really wasn't for my dad. Yeah. <laughs> the, the minute I say it, you're going to go, oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we okay. go. Okay. I'm going to mess up the French part, but it's menses pauseri or something the pauseri like i forget the name of the doctor who came up with it he was like mm-hmm. it was like in the late 1800s i believe so menses it's your menstrual cycle so your menstrual cycle is pausing your menses is pausing and that's why it's menopause and not women pause okay love I, it i i had a snarky comment to that <laughs> if you want to know i think it's just a pause for men we're pausing from men during this That's time. Right. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> you know, isn't that so true? It is. It and is. Isn't that so true? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, part of this is, you know, the marketing piece of this would have us create a narrative that really doesn't represent the truth mm-hmm. of things. Although there are some marketing aspects that will get us information that we truly need. You know, we're talking also about health and well-being. And so when we're moving into this place, let's talk about the healthy role models, the new narratives, what women are coming up and doing. I got to tell you, uh, you guys are going to want to interview Barbara when we get ready to launch her show, because she will talk to you about not only the ageless aspect of life, but she doesn't even, she doesn't even mention it. She's, she's entering a a bikini swimsuit contest and she's older than you two. And I want to say this, but that's what I'm saying. Isn't this part of changing the narrative? Mm -hmm. Isn't this part of being bold, you know? And so what if I want to get a half sleeve Samoan tattoo? So what? But how are you ladies helping us change the narrative? What is the new narrative? How do we begin that conversation? And so what are some of your role models? Who wants to go? Raise your hand. 
Oh, Leon. Oh, Susan. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> because you you can't really see, but I will say I uh I started growing out my gray with the pandemic, and I'm blessed to only I call it my glitter. Oh, <laughs> it's like strands. But um, yeah. I mean, I think um, I just want to start with that, and then I know Leon's got some role models to talk about too. But I'm also wearing bright red lipstick today because Helen Mirren says that wear all the bright red lipstick you want ladies and your and your women of a certain age because it brightens your face and i have to say since i've started wearing brighter lipstick i have to agree with her so she is definitely one of my favorite uh role models to age gracefully and and just one more thing about that too is that even l'oreal like they've got um uh, Helen Mirren and I think Judy Dench too that have they've um, become spokespeople role model or models for L'Oreal and so even the beauty industry is beginning to understand that we're not going to um, that we don't need the makeup of the 20 something but we mm-hmm. still want to feel beautiful and we still want to we don't want to be invisible just because we crossed over into like middle age doesn't mean that we're old hags and we don't want to be seen and and feel beautiful in our skin well i also think we we're changing the narrative on what beauty looks like yeah yeah like you yeah. I mean, I have to say one of my favorite people that I love to to hear and how they're walking into this age is Ellen DeGeneres because she's just, I think she's so beautiful, but she's she doesn't fit. Well, I, she does to me. I mean, she does. But what we would categorize as a middle-aged, beautiful woman owning her own, owning her own beauty, it would have been someone like Jane Fonda or so, and they don't, and she doesn't fit into that mode. Now, both women are incredibly gorgeous and both women, I would love to follow their footsteps in different, in different ways. But Ellen is like, yeah, I'm wearing Keds and I, this is how I look. And, 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 and Jane Fonda, what, I mean, she is, I don't want to say ancient, but I mean, she is, like what in her seventies? Uh, no. Okay. How yeah, old like, is Jane Fonda? Up higher. Yeah. So, but look, she looks incredible. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, when you're talking about Jane Fonda, you talking about Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin getting yeah. together and creating a yes. hit series that all of us are like, you can't. I know we are. We don't. Why are you going to stop it? Why are you going to stop doing that? I mean, when I think about that role model that you're talking about, and I take these two ladies, I think about you two and doing the show because you two are the show version of that television series. I mean, they, I mean, think about the, t- did you guys, do you guys watch that? What is it? Frankie Grace or something? Yeah. Frankie, Frankie right? Yeah. If you watch that, you were stunned at some of the things they talked about. I mean, they went and started a vibrator business. And so these are the things that are changing the narrative, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And it's so wonderful about that. But boy, how do we learn? Susan, how do we learn this? 
how do we learn what exactly? How do we learn, how do we to, learn how to step into a new narrative that is empowering, that is bold, where we don't think about the fact that, my gosh, I'm going through a sweating moment and therefore I'm not enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that the, thing, that not enough thing. Because that's what happens to, to women in menopause, right? They go from this to this and they think, I'm not that anymore. I'm... One of the women that I work with said, I'm defective, said that to me. Her husband said she was defective. She was now defective. And this is, that's the extreme outward voice of it. And you know what? The good news is, the good news is he was that bold in saying it because the next day she filed for divorce and she's so happy now. And so, so you know, that's I the think, good news about that. Yeah. I think there's a couple things that, that, and I think part of it comes, hopefully would come naturally, because one of the things I learned when I crossed over into 50 was the not giving a shabeep about what people think anymore. I just, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, care about their opinions and their judgments. And I would, it just, it was really, really liberating. And so I think that has to be one of the first steps is just to realize that, Everybody has an opinion and, and in some ways their, their opinions are none of your business and that to feel good in your skin, it's about health. It's about um, self-confidence. It's about um, also finding your purpose. I think when we get to this age, we almost are driven to find mm. our purpose and to kind of leave our legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about that narrative, ladies? I want to skip the break. Can uh -huh. we just, can we talk about that? This is really the epic new narrative for women. And I don't know, but I do think going through menopause, because when I went through menopause at an early age, by the time I hit 40, I was already seeing my corporate life as... I ain't staying out of integrity. I'm not staying here. I mean, honestly, you know, that's what it did. But I didn't put it together till later on in life where I realized something was changing within me. And if you ever hear me do a show about that experience, and I'm not going to get into it now, I explain it as an alien. I do. I say an alien took over my body one day. And I looked in the mirror in my giant house with the five acres and the dog and the cars and the hot tub. And I was on my way out in this beautiful tile foyer with the double doors and there's a mirror. And I looked in the mirror on my way to work in my big fat corporate job in HR. And I looked in the mirror and I was unrecognizable to myself. I mean, hmm. I had all the pantyhose, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but is, it, is that the moments we're talking about when women get to that point where there's something about them that's no longer work, working, but they just don't know what the next step is. Because Susan, you mm -hmm. talked about purpose. Isn't this part of this change? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to let Leon field this one because she works with women kind of in, in, this, in this capacity and getting them to change their narrative. Change our narrative. Yeah. Because we have to start doing this now and helping each other with this. Yeah, I, the first thing, I mean, I work with women too, so they can feel their worth physically, emotionally, and spiritually. 
And I think for so long, I know for me personally and the clients I've had, we buy into a narrative that's not really us. We buy into the narrative that we are supposed to be something to someone and it, and it doesn't click with us. And I think we have to, uh, whether it's menopause, for me, it was cancer. For me, it was an aggressive breast cancer at a young age that, that rocked my world, that kind of set me on and allowed me to get out of what I call a shipwreck moment of my life to fall into, wait a minute, I am worthy to do what I need to do here. We're all put here. And, and this is a, a spiritual moment, but we are all put here to serve in some way. And when we're not connecting to that, we feel friction. So the moment that we start to be like, whoa, wait a minute, there's something else. That's where acknowledging that friction that we're not here doing what we're supposed to serve. So, I mean, Dr. Pat, you are probably one of the busiest people I know. And yet you show up all the time with a smile and you're giving because you're filling your purpose. And, and I loved my job as a teacher, but there, it got to the point where I knew that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And so when we find that purpose, and sometimes it takes, you know, some, the universe gives us really what we're asking for. I didn't have a bad menopause. I'm sorry, ladies, I didn't. I, 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 I walked through that one with ease. However, cancel was hard. And oh, yeah. so for me, that was my moment. Yeah. And I think we're given, and so as we're going through, we're raising our kids and we're going through corporate America and it's, it's not fitting, it doesn't fit right. You know, like we, we get these moments. So for many women, Susan and, menopause is that like, wait a minute, you know, what's happening here? And it kind of sets us back to acknowledge I'm worthy to do what I'm supposed to be doing, to feel the way I want to feel, to look, I can't, I don't care. Well, I do sometimes. I don't care that I'm not fitting into the clothes I used to fit into. If I can feel sexy in whatever size, whatever outfit, okay, I'm good. Show up. And it's finding your worth or it's acknowledging that you are worthy to be here to do your purpose. And that's, I think, when the game starts. This is really for us. We're all talking about menopause for a minute, but we're also talking about, a, let's call it a new guidance system for mm -hmm. women. And, you know, I love the whole GPS analogy, but I love the guidance system because you both are out there talking about it. People will be able to engage and are engaging and you're taking on the topics, right? Um, and what I love about this and, and what we're talking about in role models and references is we're looking around the world and we're looking at people that just phenomenal role models, Michelle Obama, right? Um, you know, when you think about... Uh, not crushing under pressure or I mean I just I, you just look and say how did you learn it how did you do it and isn't that part of why you both are doing the show you know aren't you inviting folks to rise up you know and yet there's a little fun to this you know there really yeah. is some fun to this 
and and you know part of the fun is is funny where you think to yourself oh my god i'm having an event a menopause event and and i'm going to really make one last reference about this there is no way ladies that if you're in the middle of what we call a hot flash that you are going to get any form of any kind of pantyhose on god forbid you try to put those skinny jeans on well, right? try Spanx. I mean, oh, Spanx is no, the worst. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I sent an email to Spanx once and I said, can you please create a zipper form? <laughs> I was like, come on, people. You know, like, but tell me, let's talk about what your vision is. You know, Susan, look, I, you've been really out there. You've been looking and you're saying, look, we've got to do something with conscious parenting. I mean, you're like out there, both of you are out there now, but you are out there with the, with the message. You know, I want to know uh, what is inspiring you as you move forward with your shows. What's inspiring each of you to get up, take this on again, right? Because we're all busy. What is it that topped you that said, man, I got to fire up my passion? Susan and then Leon. Well, <clears throat> with the Awakened Parent Project, which is also on the network, that's the first and third Tuesday at uh, 3 Eastern. I can say that because I know that for sure. <laughs> Noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Um, I This has been my passion. I mean, I am so excited about this show. And for me, it's, it's a parent-centric focused show. We're talking about how does a parent self-regulate? How does a parent come into a a better understanding of a relationship with their child. It's about building connection. It's about communication. And the reason I am so passionate about this is it's for the children. It's for the children because our planet is in a crisis and the future generations that are coming in are going to be the ones that are going to pave the way for repair and to heal the damage that's been done. And so we need environments, we need families, we need parents that are equipped to raise the change makers. Mm. That's so important, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. important. Leon, what are you doing? Are you fired well, up I'm right just, now? I'm crying up. I'm crying up. That was so beautiful, Susan. It was so beautiful. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't go be after that. Um, what really, what really, I mean, I, I just, as I go through, I'm in this, like what I call the, the sandwich, I'm the double stuff of a cookie. I have children and I have parents and, and I have a marriage and I have a husband and I have a business and, and yet I'm, I, and again, I'm going back to the worth because that's kind of my thing for a very long time. I did not feel worthy. I was, mm -hmm. I was chasing that worthy carrot and because I wasn't feeling it and I didn't have the confidence and I couldn't find my voice, even though everyone would tell you I spoke out, it really wasn't my voice. Um, I hid, I am very openly an emotional leader and I hid behind food. That was my crutch. And I see women falling into this same pattern. And it may not be food, it may be shopping, it may be gaming, it may be all these other things, but they're hiding. They're hiding behind they, who they truly, truly want to be. And I want to help them. And I want to yeah. inspire them to, you know, yes, these challenges as that, as that double stuffed Oreo can, you know, these difficulties can be, 
raising our adult children or, you know, or parenting our adult children and raising, really raising our parents now in the elderly stages. Wow. All of these triggers that we had that brought us here to of not feeling worthy of, you know, deciding to eat that chocolate cake because we just can't handle any more pressure. It's all still there. And I, I so want to help women yeah. just to be okay with who they are right now, this very second while they're going through these journeys. And, and yeah. you too, I don't know about the timing, Leon, but mm. okay, like COVID-19, you two must have got a hot button that went on that said, we got to do this now because both of y'all must have seen something, right? I mean, oh, whatever well, it is, I'm grateful yeah. that you did. Well, I, like Leon said in, in the beginning, um, it was through the pandemic that we we made a commitment to each other every Friday at four o'clock, we would meet, come, you know, rain or shine, we were going to do it and, or should say power outages, <laughs> we were going to be there. And it was in those conversations that we were like, you know, the, these are important conversations and we'd like to have these same, same talks with more people, spread mm -hmm. the word. Well, let's take a moment. I have a quote. Linda just walked something in the room, in the room for me. And I want to make sure that people know how to find out about you, Susan, about you, Leon. So let's take care of that first. Please give them websites. Please give them places to go. You know, for people that want to work with you individually, please let them know how to do that. Each of you do that. Susan, would you go first and then Leon? And then I want to read what Linda brought in. Uh, you can find me at susandolce.com. I have a couple of different co coaching packages over there and um, in about hmm, six weeks, I'm going to be also offering parent coaching. And I am at leondyer.com and you can get all my social media links right there. And I have a free opt-in gift right now, which will help you. It's called the journey, the roadmap to mm -hmm. love. So and Leon is L-E-O-N-E, -E, as my relatives would say, Leone. Leone, it's yes. Uh, here's what Linda brought in. Linda rarely comes in, in the middle of the show and get, do anything. They leave me alone, like here. But she brought this in. May I read it? It's a Henry Miller quote. The moment one gives close attention to anything, it becomes a mysterious, awesome, incredibly magnificent world in itself that's what you two are doing that's what you're doing thank you this is linda's gift to both of you and your gift to the world thanks i can't linda, thank you enough you. Yeah, i know we'll put that on our tagline that was yeah. good <laughs> thank you ladies for doing something that so many people really need thank you for helping all of us rise up